passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil that beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene product. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair. And maybe you've grown some winter man tits. At least you can make them hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off in free shipping with my promo code Bubba. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or your treasure chest in your pant, doesn't matter. This is the best trimmer on the market. Inside the performance package, you're going to find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, and Moisturizer. Because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. Nobody likes nose hairs, so their package comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 as well. You're also going to get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, about a $39 value, and the patented high-performance Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. And if you're wearing sandals, you're going to need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles at Manscaped.com. Escape.com promo code Bubba. Hello. Welcome to the Anna Hummel Show. There's a lot going on. Trying to get everything sorted, all the ducks in a row. Getting ready for Bubba 199 tonight. It's Dan's birthday celebration. Nothing more I enjoy than celebrating someone that's not me. Because then you have all these high expectations and you're like, oh, are they going to forget this? Or, you know, are they going to remember? Like, anytime it's my birthday, I always freak out like, uh, you know. Is anyone going to remember? And then you don't really want to shove it down people's throats. Bubba has no problem doing that. But with me, it's like, I'd like people to remember because I remember theirs. But, you know, you can't expect the same from other people because I am a uh, a date servant, as Lummy would say. 81390 Bubba, if you'd like to call in, I'll be here. Not too long today, maybe 40 minutes, 45. I do have to get going because we have to prepare for tonight, the festivities for tonight, uh, busted out the decks, the ones and twos yesterday, and uh, did some practicing. So hopefully I don't embarrass myself. I wasn't nervous, but, you know, when Bubba reminded me how, you know, not bragging, but I did really well last time. And the it's a triple-edged sword because when you do really well the first time, now you have to do as good, if not better, to get the same pop. And I don't, I don't know because the expectations were so low initially and now they're so high and, you know, that can lead to more anxiety on my behalf, which is fine. I'm used to anxiety. I like feeling anxious. If I'm not anxious, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Does anyone else feel that way? Or is it just me? I feel like if I am not in a constant state of anxiety, hesitation, self-doubt that I'm not pushing myself hard enough. I don't know uh, why that is. I think I've just trained myself. It's part of my disciplined brain where I'm like, you need to be 
comfortable being uncomfortable. But then that gets to a point where all you feel is anxiety. And then when you don't feel anxiety, you feel anxiety because you're not really living up to your potential. So I am constantly putting myself in situations where I feel completely uncomfortable, but I feel comfortable being uncomfortable because I'm like, this is where, what do they say? This is where the growing happens or some shit like that. Yeah, nothing grows in the comfort zone, which is true. But sometimes it's just nice to be comfortable because sometimes I, I, I don't really give myself like enough, enough grace. And, you know, if I'm not working myself to the to the bone in the gym and going all out and getting in that zone three fucking heart rate and fasting to the point where I'm about to fucking pass out or some bullshit or getting choked out by, you know, preteens and jujitsu. If I'm not doing all that constantly, then I'm like, eh. I'm really not living to my full potential. I don't know if that's just me or if that's how other people feel. It's probably just me. 81390 Bubba. Don't want to take that call. I don't know. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see. So we got 199 tonight. Um, and like I mentioned during the big show, if you missed it, I was yesterday days old when I realized that wax paper and parchment paper are not the same paper. So um, it seems like it's a it's a common uh mistake that many i'll say people but mostly women make because you know often they're the ones that are cooking or baking or doing shit like that and um yeah at first i just was like okay well if i remove the paper it'll be fine but then when lummy brought up the the possibility that toxins could be you know uh could have seeped into the baked good that kind of freaked me out but then i think i've been doing this for years to be honest with you uh, I just didn't really know because uh, here's the thing. I was baking cookies for like the last year and a half. I was definitely using wax paper because the house was getting real smoky and I thought it was my shitty oven. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's just what happens when you put parchment paper in the fucking oven. It's paper and it burns. That's just a necessary evil. Yada, yada, yada. And then I would just kind of peel off the cookies. Sometimes they'd stick a little, but I'm like, that's just the nature of the game not knowing this whole time I was using the wrong fucking paper like a goddamn idiot, but it is what it is. And that is, um, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, we'll take this call right now. Hello. Who's this? Hey, Anna. It's uh, big city from Minnesota. What's up? Big city from Minnesota. Why does that sound weird? Um, what's going on? I just uh, checking in, saying I love what you guys are doing. But oh, thank you. How, how do I how do I find the schedule? Of how what you guys are doing live and all that? It, you guys are kind of all over the place. I know, I know. Uh, listen, we're always on YouTube. I feel like that's a pretty safe bet. We're always on YouTube, and I feel like I under we're going through a transition, much like much of America, much like Leah Thomas. We're going through a transition period. So. It, it is okay. I'm a, that's that's the end of that call. Uh, thank you very much. But yeah, so I, I understand you, you got to kind of just like listen to the show all the time to know where we're at. Well, how do you listen to the show if you don't know where it's at? Well, we're always on YouTube. So start there. We're pretty much always on YouTube. And uh, during the weekdays, we're always on Rumble unless we otherwise state we do Twitch Tuesdays. The after show is always on Twitch. And tonight, for those that don't know, we will be on Twitch dot tv forward slash the bubba army to find us that is where we will be for bubba 199 tonight dan will be in attendance we got a lot of people coming maybe more i'm working on it uh wink wink nudge nudge um so yeah make sure that you tune in it's going to be from 8 to 10 p.m we're going to play some awesome tunes um, people will probably yell at me cause they don't like my music or they'll just talk right over it. But listen, it's going to be fine and it's going to be fun. So make sure you tune in. I want a club atmosphere. You know, Dan was talking about packing the studio with hoes. I, I would love that. Cause I think that especially when you're a, a professional DJ like me, you just want to pack the house full of bodies. You know, I don't really care if they're big bodies or little bodies or, Preferably hot bodies, you know, as long as there's bodies and people bopping and moving to your music, that that helps me get in the zone for what I'm doing, which is trying to create a party vibe. So I welcome the whores. If the whores will come and they'll bop around and at least have a smile on their, you know, on their on their faces, then I am I'm I'm happy with that. So in my book, whores are welcome. I maybe there's some unforeseen problems there, but I you got a green light for me, buddy. 
Got a green light from me for the hose. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? This is uh, Evan Florida Audi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. I don't mean to square you on a different subject. But, no, please. Uh, uh, I know you do a lot of the booking and stuff there. So uh, Polly Shore will be in Tampa on the 27th of July. Uh-huh. And it would be cool to try to get him in the, uh, on the big show. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely reach out. Thanks for the heads up. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good, uh, have right. good week. And tell us who say what's up. I will. I will for sure. Um, I met Polly Shore at a different place that I used to work, and it was right before my big uh, boxing match that I lost um, pretty badly. So, yeah, anyways, that's my only Polly Shore uh, story, 813-90-Bubba, if you would like to call in. I feel like this whole week I've just com- been completely out of it. I uh, got back from the Boise trip, which was a lot of fun, and I feel bad that I talked a lot of shit on Idaho and Boise specifically because uh, I was confused. It's like, why, why, why? Why don't we go someplace fun? Why don't we go someplace like, I don't know, Vegas? Why don't we go someplace like, I don't know, even like L.A., maybe not L.A. Yeah, fuck L.A. But I don't know, Austin I thought would be, Charleston. Where do the bitches go? Nashville. I thought that is a place where people would have a bachelorette party, but my friend is offbeat, much like I am, and she suggested Boise, Idaho. And what was so great about Boise, Idaho is that none of the hoes, none of the people in in the bachelorette party had been to Boise. So it was kind of a nice adventure for all of us. And uh, I get there, and you guys know, you know, I I told this before, but um, it was awesome. It was great. Got there early, very much recommend, and was able to just kind of frolic. So by the time that I that the rest of the girls came in, I had already seen, you know, three hours of the city. And it's not a huge city, so you go, you get around on a bike pretty quickly, and three hours later, I was pretty much a pro when it came to uh, Boise, Idaho. And I would definitely recommend going. But it did kind of throw me the fuck off this whole week because, listen, you get in. I probably went to bed at, like, 1 a.m. on Sunday, and that is not a good start to the week when you wake up at 4.50. Sorry. 4.50 a.m. on Monday morning, ready to start five full days of work. Um, I was thrown off. I Time was not on my side. I lost time coming back. Great get, getting there and feeling like you got two days, even though it's just, you know, two hours. Plus, Boise, the sun was setting around like 9.30 p.m. So whatever day I left, Thursday was the longest day of my fucking life because it was like 24 hours of daylight for me. It was awesome. But... You know, a lot of the bitches are drunk and they're loud. And when you're a cheap Jew like me and you, 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 you pack the house with six people in one room, you know, you're not going to get the most restful sleep. And that was my, my bad because, um, it, and it, it surprises me, even though it shouldn't, how, uh, I don't want to say inconsiderate, but kind of how inconsert, in, inconsiderate and people, uh, sorry, how inconsiderate people can get. Um, when they're drunk, when they're intoxicated, and maybe that's because I don't really get that drunk anymore. I don't like to feel like I'm flirting with blacking out or throwing up, which oddly enough was my MO through college. All I would do would uh, be getting to the point where I was going to throw up or black out. If I wasn't flirting with that line, I wasn't having a good time. But now, I mean, I barely tickled tipsy maybe for 45 minutes until I ate. And then it was just, that was it. I didn't want to get wasted. I didn't want to get drunk. Um, Especially when you got a long day planned. I don't understand how people can wake up and start drinking. And because here's the thing. I got about, I got about five to six hours max of being kind of drunk or tipsy. And then once that window closes... It's game over. So I can choose whatever window that is. If I want to start drinking at nine, I'm done by three. So don't expect me to be a person past that hour. So I don't know if anybody else is like this. I don't know if it's age. I don't know if it's just me being, quote, out of shape. Because that could also be it when you're when you're drinking three, four nights a week like I used to. And then you don't do it anymore. Much like working out, if you're used to working out all the time, you know, hitting the hitting, hitting the gym and doing the barbells and the squats ain't no big deal. But 
when you don't work out for a week and you go back to the gym, you really fucking feel it. So I don't know if it's that. I don't know. I don't know if it's just like I don't really love being drunk anymore. I feel like not that the magic is gone, but kind of. Kind of. I, 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 where did the fun go is what I want to know. And I don't think I can get it back. But I was a little bit surprised to see that some people who would, crazy partiers in college, crazy, um, they still got it. And then they tried to make, some of the girls tried to make me feel bad for not still, quote, having it. And I'm like, yeah, but I matured, though. I didn't want to be an alcoholic for the rest of my life. But, I mean, some of the girls there, oh, man. One of them could drink like a fish. She was drinking like, she probably had like 20, 25 drinks the whole fucking day, but she started at like 9 a.m. and just like went till fucking three in the morning. I don't know how she did it multiple days in a row. Although on the way out, she wasn't doing too well. She was like, I don't feel right. And not the like, I don't feel well, but like she was giving me, she was saying things that like her, like her body shutting down, you know, I don't feel right. Like this is scary sort of a thing. And I'm like, yeah, that you poisoned yourself. So, um, that one is on you, but what's great about the connections I made in Boise is now I have a place to stay when I go to Denver for the wedding. So that will be awesome. And yes, it was the drunkest bitch who invited me to her house. And yes, she was probably blacked out when she invited me. But I did do a follow-up text, like I always do, and I just thanked her. So it maybe she doesn't remember the offer. Maybe she doesn't remember that. But I reminded her that she invited me by thanking her. And no one is going to be, you know, can I say Indian giver? No one is going to take that back because people like the appreciation and they like the thanks. So maybe she doesn't remember inviting me, but she's still getting credit. For inviting me to her house, even if she doesn't remember it. Hello, who's this? Anna Homo is Joe the Supermark. What's up, Joe? My new favorite. What's going on? I just wanted to tell you personally how much I enjoyed your video from Idaho. I mean, I I, I said it in the YouTube comments, yeah. but I've never laughed out loud all year long on any video that anybody has done in any facet of life. I mean, just your commentary. The the even though I had already seen you on the bike already when you posted it on the gram. Yeah. Oh my God, I can't stop laughing. Because, oh. and I'm gonna tell you honestly why why I love it so much. And, and this, don't take it weird. But you just remind me so much of my my ex girlfriend. Oh God. Okay. And she's wacky. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's wacky. She's wacky. She loves cocaine. Okay. And she's just it's changed her so much. Mm. I I don't mess with her no more don't talk to her nothing but okay even looks like yeah um great hey i'm glad i reminded you of your coked out ex who is wacky and who you're no longer with for various reasons that thank you yeah well i'm not that's not even why i called just where the conversation led yes I, i called to tell you that i can't believe that bubba didn't even play that video at all on the show or even when you were gone, you know, when you posted the the bike video on the gram and the Pringle Pop can and all that. Yeah. You didn't even play that on the show. Okay. Thank now, you. I, I know you. What am I supposed to do? Beg the man no, to play I'm, my I'm, content? As long as it's no, up there and I said it was going to be up there, that's all that matters to me. I'm glad you right, enjoyed not, it. What do you I'm want me to do, to Joe? It, uh, Joe, what do you want me to I'm, do? You want me to go yell at fucking Bobby? You want me to call him right now and go yell at him? Please. Not at all. No, no. I just wanted you're just, to know. I feel like you're, you're trying gone. to make me feel bad. You're like, can you oh believe that he God. didn't He didn't po- play your shit? What, how am I, okay. Think about that. How is that supposed to make me feel? He, what are you trying to tell me? He doesn't oh care about God. me? Don't go, oh, my God. No. You're the one that called in. What, 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 you're, you're, you're ruining my day, buddy. Like, I thought we were butts. I thought we were, I thought we were pals. I'm, I'm Always trying to stir up drama. I'm not. I, I just mentioned the fact that, that, that I would have liked to have seen him in his commentary on your stuff. That's all. Okay, well, maybe that you should have called into the big show and requested it. Okay, don't tell me was, what that Bubba didn't play. Chat. Okay, Bubba chat. doesn't always hey. read chat, and when he does, he gets upset sometimes. So maybe if uh-huh. you want to make a request, you, you call into the request line, okay? 8139-Bubba. Hey, on a lighter note, I got my Anna shirt, and I want to let the Bubba Army know that nine ninety nine is a steal, especially for a 4X. Yes, I it is. It's a lot of material. together. A lot of Chinese children sewed their fingers together so you could wear that shirt, Joe. Okay? Well, I feel good, and I'm sorry <laughs> that the conversation took the direction it did. I just speak what's on my mind, and I wasn't thinking, and I just it's okay. said what I said. That's I all right. I that serious. That's okay. It's all right. It's well, just some... Note, okay, I'm, thank you. 
I'm, I'm enjoying your show still. I love hearing you. I could listen to you 24 hours a day, but that's not possible. So I'll just go back to listening to the show. You're the only one. All right. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate God it. Bless. I'm not trying to be God. snappy. God bless. I'm not trying to be snappy. But what do you what do you want me to do, Joe? You want me to call Bubba and yell at him and, and bitch and complain? Because guess where that gets me? Nowhere good. You guys know Bubba like I know Bubba. You, it, this, and even now, when I think I know the man so well and I know like his next play and when he's trying to set something so someone else can spike it or even when I think I know it gets away from me. It gets away from me or I fuck something up or I wasn't thinking. And you know, like today when I threw myself in there with the DJ hum sauce deal, I think it was in the first segment. It was dumb. I know better than that, but I got excited and I thought he was going to forget to tell people that I was DJing. Sometimes the man forgets details, and I just like to remind him that I'm going to be there, and it's kind of a special deal, and it's Dan's birthday, yada, yada. So even even in those moments where I think I know the man so well, and I, I, I know his play, I know what he, what he likes and, you know, his predictabilities and his idiosyncrasies, but um, I don't think predictabilities is a word, and I made that up. Sorry, guys. Uh, but even then, I fuck up, okay? So... I think, Joe, you've been listening to the show enough to know that if I were to insert myself in the middle of a show, a complete non sequitur, when we're talking about this immersible fucking imploding and go, hey, by the way, what the fuck, bubs? Why didn't you play my mother fucking video that I spent time, A, filming, B, editing, C, I was basically just A and B. All of that shit. Why didn't you play it? It it doesn't it doesn't matter. Sometimes we I put prep together every night. Sometimes we don't even touch it, and I read through everything and I comb through everything and I make sure that they're interesting stories and videos that work. It doesn't matter as long as the work gets done. That's all that I care about, and that people like you, Joe, can listen to it or watch it. And enjoy it for your own self, you know, pleasuring or whatever. You know, you don't, I don't need to get constant validation from Bubba. Although it helps. Although it makes me feel very, very good to know that he saw the work I put into something and he's giving me credit for it. Obviously, I love that, but I never expect it. Because you should never expect anything from anyone ever. Because that just leads to disappointment. You should be pleasantly surprised. Get your work done. Be pleasantly surprised and uh, just hope for the best and stay out of trouble. And don't insert yourself into conversations that, you know, nobody wants to hear. 81390-Bubba. I feel like I got another hot take. And um, it's it's one that is probably going to put me in hot water yet again. You know, like the circumcision deal. What uh, What other ones do you guys hate? Uh, just me being an atheist is upsetting to a lot of people. Uh, I can't think of anything, any of the other, is, is someone in the, is, okay, Macha's here. Okay. No, you're good. I just, I was like, I think someone's in here, but I'm not sure. Um, my, my newest hot water take is probably the following. So I know we talk a lot about the trans stuff, which we all know is just a psyop. I think the, the people here know that it's just, um. It's just a psyop. It is something that is a, is a distraction so that, much like Dan said, so that we don't pay attention to the fact that our, our president and former vice president was taking bribes for, uh, for American policy, which is not good. And I would say that probably, you know, prior to the Ukrainian-Russian war, the most recent one, I would say Ukraine was probably not uh, what we would call an ally Maybe only because we had a common enemy, which was Russia. But Ukraine is and was a very, very shady, corrupt country. But you know what? Every fucking country is corrupt and shady. That's how things get done. Everyone bitches and moans. Can you believe that? Yes, I can. Some things are more shady than others, no doubt. But, um, you know, no one wants to focus on that. No one wants to talk about the fact that uh, apparently American policy and favorable trade was um, was for sale. You could you could you could buy American policy. You could buy American purchasing power. Uh, you could buy all that for a cost of whatever, however much he spent, several million, maybe not even that, ten million. I think not even that much, Joe. Come on, don't sell yourself short. Uh, but that was all up for sale, which is uh, 
it's good to know that things just work the way you expect them to. So even though it is disheartening, it's like, okay, well, I was right yet again that shady shit goes down and that's how a lot of business uh, transactions are made. And that makes me feel uh, somewhat comfortable just to know that, yes, I am living in a sea of corruption and that's okay. But this wave of wokeism and uh, the new hot transgender stuff, I think is just, uh, you know, it's it's so we, that we focus on that and it's a big distraction. And so that we do focus on the the imploding, submersible uh, Coke can and we're not focusing on things that really matter like uh, like health care, like the declining health of this nation um, immigration, even though that's like a hot button issue, kind of not really. We need to be focusing way more on that and way less on, you know, uh, uh, Starbucks cups and if they're promoting the pride deal. That's what Americans like to focus on because it's easier. It's more digestible. It's, um, you know, listen, it, it, I get it. Like, I wouldn't want to focus on problems that seem so fucking complicated. A, you don't know if there's a solution. B, you don't know if you can fix anything. C, you don't know if you have any control whatsoever. I get all that where you just go, man, is this just a hopeless, is this, is this just like a, a, a ho- yeah, a hopeless cause or a hopeless problem? So why even focus any energy on it at all if I can't do anything about it? So I get that. So then you go, okay, well, what can I do? Oh, uh, trans rights, a lot more digestible, a lot more understandable. Uh, you, there's a two sides, yay or nay sort of a deal. So it's just kind of um, it, it's a lot easier to work in binary stuff and throw yourself behind a cause that you feel you're making a difference towards, which uh, you're not. And B, it doesn't matter. And C, how did everyone become trans in f- five years? Like five years ago, it was a pretty fringe thing. Now everybody is bi curious, uh, sexual, which is cool. No, I, I ain't got no problems with that. But I don't think it's as common as they uh, want you to make it seem. I don't think that my favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text and data for $15 a month. Say bye bye to your over priced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. There is uh, an epidemic of violence towards trans people. Obviously, shit happens, no doubt. Uh, But I would say there's probably more violence towards, uh, you know, non-trans people, which is that would make sense because there's more of them. But uh, I don't think that they're being specifically targeted systematically. Again, shit happens, no doubt. People, you know, commit hate crimes all the time. That doesn't mean that there's a systematic problem. It just means someone is racist or sexist or transphobic, which is a funny word because I you wouldn't think you're scared of them. But whatever. But my hot take, as promised, 
is uh, let's just talk about the Leah Thomas. I know we we talked about that briefly during the big show today. Um, this is all women's fault. Yeah, it's all uh, it's all women's fault. Once again, we need men probably to fix our problems that we ourselves somehow cannot solve. Uh, I know Babyface has talked about this, but if if I was a swimmer, which I am not, I hate the water, much like uh, some people hate the water. Um, if I was a swimmer and I had to go up against a six-foot-four tall man who was a man uh, 18 months ago and still has his penis in his balls, and I had to get in the water with this guy and 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 race. Uh, I just wouldn't get in the fucking water. You can't expect other people to stand up and fight for you if you're not even going to fucking fight for yourself. If women had any two fucking cents, if any of these people had any two cents, they just wouldn't fucking get in the water and they wouldn't participate. This would be over in a fucking week. That's it. You just go, I'm not competing. I don't think this is fair. We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to fucking have a debate about it. You know, and I understand that a lot of these people are young and, you know, impressionable and maybe their coaches are telling them, you know, don't say anything. But no one's holding a gun to your head and making you get in that pool and swim. Okay, if you don't think it's fair, which it's not, obviously, anyone with a fucking brain can tell you that. Anybody who tells you that it is has never competed in elite sports or any sports for that matter whatsoever. They just they don't get it. It's always like the people that have the biggest and and um, the the loudest voices and the most extreme take on this are usually fat bitches that don't play sports because they don't get it. They think that, oh, you know, I'm just as strong as a man. And maybe in their cases, they are. They could probably bench more than most because they're bigger than most men. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's the fat whores that are trying to make all these new policies because they're like, listen, I'm just as strong as a man because I am married to a five foot two, 125 pound man. And I'm, you know, five, six pushing four bills. So, yeah, I am stronger. I'm just as strong as a man. And maybe in some cases you're right. But for the rest of us, for the rest of us, I think we can see that. They have some unfair advantages over women, and that's fine. I don't understand why everyone gets so upset about that. It's just a fact. It's a, a it's a nature. It's the nature of biology, and people get so mad when you talk about biology because nobody likes fixed anything. People don't like to admit their limitations. People don't like to accept their limitations, which is so bizarre to me because it's just. It is so it's it's a much easier life when you just accept what is instead of wishing for what is not. I wish I was strong like a man. I wish I had this. I wish I had boils. I wish I had tits. But when you just kind of accept what is, life is a lot easier cuz you go, "Okay. I wish I was, you know, a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller, but I'm not. Okay. What can I do with the with the cards I've been dealt?" And then you execute. And there's a lot of there's a lot of Room to play when you accept what is and you decide you're going to, you know, maximize what genetic gifts and or not gifts you have, right? You go, all right, well, I'm never going to be this tall. I don't have this arm span. I'm never going to, I don't have the body of an answer, but let me try this. Let me work out to the point where I'm able to compete at a somewhat competitive level, even though I know I'll never make the Olympics or something like that. Uh, Life is so much more enjoyable when it's just not constantly an uphill battle of wishing you were something that you're not. So I don't understand why, why people get so upset when you talk about fixed anything that, you know, every difference between a man and a woman is, is socialization and, Nothing is biology and your testicles don't matter because did society make you have facial hair or did that just kind of come about naturally? Are we going to admit that, that there's, you know, there's biological limitations to things or no, or just everybody can be an NBA player. Everybody, everybody can be a football player. Everybody can be a beauty queen. 
It's just, it's society that's holding you back. It's, I mean, it's, I wish I had that mindset sometimes because I'm like, it would be so nice not to just blame myself. Um, But that's, that's pretty much the, one of the root rots of our society is that self-blame and self-accountability is, is essentially gone. It's out of style, which, you know, I wish that I could co-sign on that sort of thing. A lot of people in my generation do. They don't like to take fault for anything. They don't like to take accountability for anything. And it, I mean, it would be, a, a, I feel like a lovely mental experience to just be like, it's everybody's fault but my own. I think that might be nice at times. But then that also robs you of any agency to make anything better in your life, you know? I know I talk about the fat deal a lot, but it's just an easy example to draw on. But, you know, you you blame other people for not thinking that you're beautiful or, you know, the chick that gets on the plane that doesn't want to pay for the extra ticket. It's the airline's fault. It's society's fault. It's the mailman's fault. It's the, it's everybody's fault but my own. But when you do that, you really rob yourself of of holding any power or any control to, ch- to change the course of your life. You want everybody else to change but you. I find that to be odd. Instead, I'd go, all right, well, you know, uh, we got to make a few changes around here so that I can improve my my uh, my standing or my ability to access an airplane comf- comfortably. Uh, you know, and here's the thing, bitch, like that, that fat girl could easily, I mean, fly private. I don't know what to tell you. Like there's options for you. You know, if you could, if you had the money, you could fly comfortably anytime you wanted. But no, now you want it comfortable and affordable and the seats bigger and and at no extra cost. It's like, wow, uh, what concessions are you making, bitch? You want everybody to make concessions for you. So uh, I, I, di- I didn't realize until somewhat recently that self-accountability is now like a right-wing trope. Like, yeah, pull yourself up from your bootstraps, take control of your life. And take accountability for your actions. That's now like a, a like a tenant of like a right wing culture is accountability, which is just sad. It used to be guns. It used to be immigration and religion, and now it's just like, hey, if if you want to change, you can do that. It's like, hey, you fucking Nazi, you piece of shit. Why would you say that? It's not you. It's society. Oh, okay, my bad. Eight one three ninety Bubba, who's this? Talk to me. Hello. What's up? It's Florida Stanley. What's up, Florida Stanley? Uh, are you coming tonight uh, with your guns? No, 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 no. Um, no, but okay. So two things, and then I'll, and then I'll be gone. Uh, one, this world is fucked. We're just we're fucked. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I wonder if the if the media and the government just put random shit out there as a joke just to see how much people believe it. You know, I th- I think there's a lot of those where they just throw, see what sticks, you know? Yeah. And they go, oh, this sh- all- the sheep fell for this one. Let's roll with it. It's all insane. Um, okay, so, and then the last thing is, it's not going to, I was so upset. It wasn't going to be ready by the time that I'm coming up there today because um, my sign shop it got a little bit backed up. But I'm having a banner made for you. Oh. Um, it's So it's, it's. It's basically a like one of those flag banners that you can hang up behind you when you're DJing. Okay. And it's it's a container. It's one of those plastic containers, a hummus. It says DJ Hum Sauce, and it has your face as like the label. <laughs> That's freaking awesome! <laughs> Thank you so much. So it'll it'll be ready in a, in a few weeks. That's um, fine. And then, but by the time you know you do another one, I don't know if you're going to be doing DJ Hum Sauce for the next 199, or if it's just going to be a regular 199. But I'm sure I'll be there. So yes. Um, but yeah, it'll be ready in a few weeks. Um, I'll, I'll send you a picture when it comes in. Fantastic! Thank um, you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm excited to see uh, it. Um, de- um, uh, actually, I'll just ask Dan when, when I get there. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything over the air. Um, okay. okay, I'll see you guys tonight at eight. All right. See you tonight. Eight one three ninety bub. I'm not going to be here for too much longer because I do have a lot to get ready. I got some people to poison with my my baked goods. I felt so fucking dumb that I used the wax paper instead of the parchment paper. And like I said before, I think I've been doing it uh, wrong this whole time. So uh, I salvaged it. I, I talked to some some of my gals who were big onto the baking scene, and they go, listen, on, I've done this a million times before. Don't even fucking worry about it. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm not going to worry about it. I'll just serve it and just fucking cross my fingers 
and hope for the fucking best. And, and I was also reading like some Reddit threads and they're just like, bitch, my kid eats crayons and he's fine. Like a little bit of wax paper ain't going to hurt anybody. And listen, all the wax paper's removed. Like there's nothing, there's nothing on it, but it was, it was a little stuck. And so there was a lot of peeling, a lot of scraping, a lot of just excising and, and, and had to throw away some of it. But it has been salvaged for the most part because tomorrow I have my uh, belt ceremony. So I or ho- hopefully I just get a stripe. I'm cool with the stripe. I'd uh, obviously not getting a, a purple belt tomorrow. But uh, jujitsu has been going good. It's been going swell. I feel like I'm progressing ever so slowly. And, um, yeah, if anybody is in the Tampa Bay area or wherever the fuck you are and you want to do something new, try something new, and you're able-bodied, I highly recommend doing jujitsu. There was a lot of jujitsu talk over the weekend uh, because it's it's a, a big part of my life. Bubba was a big part of the conversations that ensued uh, over the weekend in Boise. I obviously brought the house down with uh, Marbles, a.k.a. Pockets, a.k.a. The Murderer. That's a great party story because when when you're with a bunch of women, and girls know this, you're talking about men the whole time, mostly. You know, guys, husbands. Although I will say, and I was I was very pleasantly surprised to hear this, every, pretty much every girl that was on the trip was either married, engaged, had a boyfriend, um, had a... Well, I think everyone was straight, kind of. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But everybody spoke very highly of their partner, which is rare. Usually when you're with women, they like to lament about how much they hate their husband or their boyfriend or whatever situation they're in. So it was very nice to hear everybody speaking very highly of their partner uh, as a partner, as a father, as a whatever. So that was really, really great um, to hear. <clears throat> but you know, nevertheless, a lot of time, a lot of times, uh, exes are brought up in the conversation, and people try to tell you, they try to convince you that their ex was the worst ex that's ever crossed the face of the earth. And I said, "Nay, hold my beer, bitch. I got a story for you." And I just can, I, and now I, I've told the story so many fucking times. I, I tell like a campfire story. I'm like, gather round, gather round, tell you guys a story. And what's so great is, like, sometimes you've, like, siloed off half the group so they're listening to you and the other half of the group is is telling a different story or having a different conversation. And then when you get the oohs and the ahs from the pop of my story of the... And then it was a murder-suicide and he killed the next girl he dated when I dropped that. The oohs and the ahs that, you know, are, I'm getting... They they garner attention from everybody else, and then everybody else wants in on the story. And I go, well, you're going to have to wait till 6 p.m. when I tell it again, okay? Because I'm only telling it once every three hours, all right? Because it's a great fucking story, and you need to hear it start to finish. So it is a great party story, uh, you know, at the expense of someone who got bludgeoned to death, which isn't great. But me not telling the story is not going to bring her back. Okay, that's kind of how I reason it out. I go, listen, it's not nice to make fun of people who were who died in a very uh, violent and um, horrific way. But and there is a but me not telling the story ain't bringing that chick back. So I tell the story uh, how close I was just, you know, within within you must not pass go. Do not collect your $200 distance because we remember that I spent four hours with him and my roommate playing Monopoly, um, being sassy, being maybe not the, my nicest self. And I regret that because I was almost a victim of someone's else, someone else's estranged love affair. And that's really the saddest part of the story for me is the story that that could have happened and thankfully did not is that. If I were to be murdered by this man, it wasn't even a man I was getting dicked down by. That's the saddest part. Because at least the girl that got bludgeoned to death, silver lining, I think the guy was a great lay. Just throwing that out there. I think he was kind of crazy, much like crazy girls are good in bed. I think crazy guys can be good in bed too. Um, Great body. Can't take that away from him. Great body. Uh, and so, you know, at least the girl who got killed 
was getting some good dick, right? Now, if I were to get murdered, I was not getting any of that that D. I was getting 0% of that D. So if I was murdered, that would have been um, especially sad. A, because I wouldn't have been getting any, reaping any of the benefits of that crazy D. And B, um, it would have just been in the headlines, you know, estranged lovers and roommate. I would have just been a and roommate. My whole life's work, my whole legacy um, would have just been an and roommate. That would have been it, you know? Probably wouldn't have said uh, radio, local radio celebrity. Probably not that. Probably not blue belt jujitsu master because I hadn't started jujitsu yet. Uh, probably none of that. None of my accolades. Former uh, TV personality, but got fired because of a fucking epilepsy tweet. I wouldn't have said that either. It would have just said fucking and roommate. A strange lovers and roommate, you know, because I imagine that when you bludgeon someone to death, it's pro- it probably makes a lot of noise. And if I was home, I probably would have like been like, hey, what's going on? And, oh, my God. Knife is in my face. Oh, knife is in my face again. Oh, it's coming back for a third time. So that would have been really bad for me to be uh, murdered like that by someone I wasn't getting any dick from. So that, so I'm just like really glad it didn't happen. Obviously, for many reasons, my roommate is safe, you know, first and foremost. But mostly me. Like I'm, con- let's be real. I'm concerned about me. We all know that. Because we're all concerned about me, not me, but you. You're concerned about yourself. We all are. Self-preservation. If if you don't care about you, nobody cares about you. You should know that by now. And if there's any silver lining to all the shit that I talk about, you know, the government, how they don't care about you, and blah, 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 and all that shit, which they don't, um, and they just want to control you and put you in a box and mandate medicine and make you fat, and make you stay fat, so that you are constantly on medication, and that you constantly need help from them to suck on the teat of them forever. If there's any silver lining to that, the silver lining is just the knowledge that that is happening. Because once that becomes illuminated in your mind, now it's like this sub- submersive? Is that what I want to say? Submersive act where you're just like, I'm going to work out to, to fuck it, you know, to, to fuck the man. Stick it to the man. Not because I'm trying to help myself or look good or feel good, but I don't want to be at the mercy of some governmental hand out or a hand that's trying, that's telling me what I need to do, what's telling me what I, what medicine I need to eat or consume. I don't care about none of that shit. When you realize that no one is coming to save you, that's when you're the most free because you go, okay, I'm going to just help myself. I'm going to just focus on me and making sure that I'm healthy and the people around me are healthy. And I really, truly am passionate about this, folks. I, I really am because I feel like you don't, you, don't, you don't need the fucking CDC. You don't need the FDA. You don't need, you don't need any of that shit. You can do your own research. Then you go, Anna, but how do you even know about the fucking research if everything is politicized? It's hard. It's hard to, to wade through all that shit. But you got to triangulate your resources. You go, all right. I trust, you know, this person, this person, and this person. And they're all kind of saying the same shit. And they've said stuff in the past that was true. So I'm going to take their, you know, advice for other things and just kind of go out on a limb and a whim and hope that they're right about this too. But when all your guys, when all your David Sinclairs and your Peter Peter Tia's and trying to think, Stephen Gundry's, all the guys that I like to listen to, about health, longevity, and shit, when they're all saying the same fucking thing over and over again, you could probably say, all right, that's probably the uh, the truth, or at least the direction of where I should be going. And then it's just, it's game on, because you're not waiting for anyone to come and save you with dialysis, medication, metformin, uh, SSRIs. You know, I... I I was trying to tread lightly with the with the Boise crew um, when many of them were telling me that they were on SSRIs. And I go, what? 
because you're like, tell me how you're depressed, you know. And this is when I get called out for asking a lot of follow up questions. But it's, you know, I'm curious. Oh, you've been you're on Prozac or Zoloft. rather. One of the chicks was on Zoloft. Okay, but how are you depressed? Describe your depression to me. Because depression is usually defined by, you know, not wanting to engage in the same things that once brought you joy. It's not just being weepy. And that's what she said. She's like, oh, I get weepy sometimes. I'm like, yeah, it's because you're a fucking human with a brain and you're going to and you're also a woman, you know, hopefully that's how you identify. So you're going to get weepy sometimes more times during the month than others. And that's fine. And sometimes when you when I hear a sad song, I cry for no reason. And that's fine, too. It doesn't matter. But for you to think that now something is wrong with your brain and that you have to go medically manipulate your brain because of something that's totally natural, you know, and she's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm like, well, what are you eating? She's like, why would that matter? I go, oh, God, your gut microbiome's totally off, you know, and of course she had celiac disease and all this other shit. But, you know, listen, I'm not a fucking gluten expert. I don't want to start telling her, you know, what she should and shouldn't be eating. Although I will say I was very curious because she told me she couldn't have any uh, tortilla chips that were made in a restaurant because the oil that they fry it in, they usually fry like, you know, chimichangas and other shit that has gluten, tortillas, whatever. And she was like, I can never eat that because it fucks me up. And I'm like, okay, interesting. And that was at the first place that we went to where I had tea and she had, you know, 16 mimosas. And then we went to a Mexican restaurant and the first thing she did was order chips and salsa from a Mexican restaurant. And clearly, the chips were fried in oil. And she didn't even fucking think twice. I was so fucking confused. I was like, you literally, maybe 30 minutes ago, were telling me that you couldn't have any chips, you know, dropped in oil because, God forbid, that oil touched a wheat grain and then it's going to fuck your whole life up. And the first thing that you do is eat a bunch of chips and dip. Why? Because you're fucking drunk, bitch. So that's what I was dealing with. Had a great time, though. Super fun. Thank you for listening to me rant and rave. Make sure tonight is the night. Bubble 199. I feel like it's been forever. Forever. Do you know what movie that's from? Tonight, 8 p.m., 199. Dan's birthday. Romina will not be in attendance, unfortunately. So, but I'll be there and I'll be on the ones and twos shaking things up, hopefully not fucking things up, but we'll see how it goes. You'll have to tune in to find out 8 p.m. on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash the army. Do not miss it. It won't be posted anywhere. Clean out your bits. Send the monies to PayPal, Cash App and Venmo at the Bubba army. We'll see you tonight. Goodbye.